up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle, on the biggest day of the entire year of Draft Queens. Uh, Michelle, welcome to our Super Bowl preview episode for Super Bowl 57. Good to be on the mic. I can't wait to talk football. How you doing today, Michelle? Amen. I don't like having so many weeks off in between football games. Like I just, I, I need, I need more. And now this is the end. So it's very bittersweet. Could we start like a petition to have football all year round? Because after <laughs> this weekend, I just really don't know how I'm going to spend my time anymore. I know. I think we're going to have to poll the audience and ask people like, what do normal people do on Sundays when there's no football? Somebody please help us. Cause we don't mm. know. Mm. Mm, I don't know. I do know there's March Madness, though. So at least there's that to look forward to. That's a small, small silver lining. But we're not talking basketball today. This is our national holiday that is Super Bowl 57. Now, I don't know if you saw this, uh, but Tennessee, the best state and the best football team in all of the league, was trying to make Monday after Super Bowl an official holiday. So that is I wish we had brilliant. that. That is brilliant. Maybe in the off season, we should spend our time campaigning for that since we won't be recording Draft Queens mm-hmm. every Friday. Uh, Maybe I that's would. what we should spend our time doing. I mean, we can make our own schedule here. We're our own, our own bosses. Maybe we will take Monday off. I, I mean, I, I will. I will definitely take Monday off, and I love it. I think I'm going to look into that and figure out how everyone should be given off yes. or at least the opportunity as a floating holiday as they call them these days Mm -hmm. because some people don't celebrate Christmas some people don't celebrate Hanukkah some people don't celebrate this some people celebrate the Super Bowl just let people take Monday off if that's what they want to do that's right that's right well you know what I gotta ask I have to ask uh what is it that you're doing to celebrate if we're taking Monday off it's got to be a big Sunday for a million reasons Oh, yeah. It's a big Sunday with some friends. We're headed downstate to New Jersey to hang out with some friends. I think there'll be lots of food. There'll be lots of beers. There'll Mm -hmm. be pizza. There'll be $1 boxes and prop bets and probably a lot of yelling at the TV screen, I would imagine. I don't know if that, I don't know if this uh, tracks with you, but like literally that sounds like heaven to me. Like I've died and gone to heaven. That's just like the quintessential Sunday football Super Bowl hang. Like I'm not, I'm like a no frills Super Bowl person. Like I don't want to go out. I don't want to do anything. Like I want to hang out at someone's house, drink beer, eat pizza. Everybody do a little potluck. Bring, bring your favorite little yes. Super Bowl appy. And then just like place your bets and yell at the screen. Yell at the for screen. the next three hours. Have a bunch of course lights. Yell at the screen. Like just enjoy yourself. Enjoy that's, yourself. That's literally living my best life. What are you doing to celebrate? Literally, you would think that we were living the same life, but we kind of are. Uh, I'm doing <laughs> the same did. thing. I think Perfect. I'm going to either watch uh, near home somewhere at a friend's house, or we might go out to uh, my folks' house in Jersey also, and also doing wings, beer, squares, yelling at the TV. We've got an outdoor TV set up, so if it's nice, because it's been like Ooh. in the 50s in this area of the country, uh, after like a wicked polar vortex, it's going to be warm this weekend. So hopefully catch a few rays in the process too. Dig that. Okay. But I did notice that you called them squares. Do you refer to them as squares regularly? Because I call them boxes. Super Bowl squares. You call them Super Bowl squares. I call them Super Bowl boxes. This is very fun. See, we are living similar lives, but here is something that is different. 
Super Bowl <laughs> boxes? Yeah, a boxes. Like if you buy a Super Bowl box, you you buy a box. Yeah. That sounds like you're buying like a a suite at the stadium. You're buying a box. It's luxury. Interesting. I just picked up on you saying it, and I was like, what's a square? Oh, she means Super Bowl boxes. Uh, Yeah, Super Bowl squares in in my (laughs) neck of the woods, but tomato, tomato. Love that. That's hilarious. Well, I look very forward to it. I'll probably start fasting uh, shortly after this episode so that I am very, (laughs) uh, uh, very open for all of the types of food and drinks that will be coming my way. Of course, we're going to walk through all things Super Bowl, food, and all those kind of things. But with the Super Bowl Mm. comes the Super Bowl halftime show. And the advertisements, too, leading up to it. Got to talk about the ads. But the the halftime show is epic. Epic this year. Just the fact that Rihanna is coming back, like, she has been so... She's just been gone for so long, not very much new music, having a baby, doing her thing, which I respect a thousand percent. However, I just cannot wait for this halftime show. Yeah. I always see the memes every year because, you know, the the halftime performers always like big, amazing names and they usually appeal to people much, you know, broader than just the regular football oh, and, yeah. and Super Bowl fan. And so the memes are always like, oh, my God, I can't believe there's a Rihanna concert, you know, in, in the middle of this football game. LOL, <laughs> which is which is funny. And I love it. Um, and honestly, we'll talk about this a little further, you know, in, into our preview. I am almost sort of feeling that way this year because my heart doesn't lie really strongly with either one of these teams as they as it has in years past so I'm sort of like right in that middle ground this year where I'm like am I more excited about seeing Rihanna than I am about the Super Bowl I might be I don't know I don't know oh my god that is a contentious (laughs) thing to put on the record I know I I haven't felt this way in many many years like I'm always we always talk about this we obviously love football we love music we've done music in our past lives and like I, it's to me, it's like the perfect combination of perfect. football and, and music. I Absolutely, agree. the perfect chef's kiss combination of sports and music, and I love it every year. But I usually have like a pretty good vested interest in one of the teams playing a player, the team itself. Blah blah blah. I, but this year, I'm more, I'm more emotionally connected to Rihanna than I am the Chiefs or the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think that a lot of, if we were to take a poll, I've taken like a poll of my friends and family. And I yeah. think that as we get into talking about this 2023 Super Bowl matchup, uh, I think that that is the consensus across the board is that people are feeling like um, the Chiefs versus the Eagles Gonna be a great matchup, but the line yeah. is thin. It's gonna be a yeah. good game, ostensibly two very good teams, arguably the two best teams to show up in this big game. Yep. And then one of the best halftime shows that we can possibly imagine. So I think hopefully all tides rise. And even though we have like this really duke it out duo that are facing off in this Super Bowl, um, the halftime show is gonna blow it out of the water. I just have no question about that, but we're going to talk more about the halftime show uh, a little later in the episode. I have some questions about, uh, maybe some like prop bets for you about it. Love it. Love a good prop bet. All right. So the basics of this year's Super Bowl, Kate, we've already mentioned it. It yes. is the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, if it you is. don't already know that, you've probably been living under a rock, but here we are in Draft Queens to make sure you come out from under that rock and you know what's going on. 
Both of these teams went into the playoffs as the number one seeds. Mm-hmm. So they they rode that number one seed all the way through the playoffs, right to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is taking place in Arizona, uh, which I will also be frequenting post-Super Bowl. So I look forward to continuing to chat about the state of Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, it is Super Bowl 57. Uh, and Rihanna is performing at the halftime show. So we just we need to make sure, set the scene. Those are the basics of all things Super Bowl 57. That's right. And and we're making some uh we are making some headlines in terms of uh the firsts that are happening in this big game. So it's worth noting uh that not only is this the first time that two black male quarterbacks are facing off in a Super Bowl, we got to wow. talk about that. It's fucking amazing. I love to see it. Uh that's Patrick Mahomes going up ahead up against Jalen Hurts. Uh, we also have two brothers who are facing off for the first time ever uh, between Travis Kelsey, tight end for uh, the Chiefs, and Jason Kelsey on the Eagles. Um, and just overall, we've got some amazing firsts. We're breaking ground with this game, and I just feel like we're about to shake things up in this 57th Super Bowl. I'm thrilled about it. And, yeah. oh, oh, can I add one other thing that I don't know course. if this is confirmed, but I do want to see if it happens. Um, the internet was in uh, an uprising to see the Kelsey brothers' mother do the coin flip because she can't choose <laughs> who to uh, who to root for. So you may see Mrs. Kelsey out on the field doing the coin flip. Don't quote me on it, but I've seen that going viral on the internet. So we'll see. I I have seen that as well. Um, You touch on a bunch of amazing firsts here. Two black quarterbacks. I didn't even realize that. That's super exciting. Love the Kelsey Brothers showdown. We've done an episode actually on like siblings in sports. So it's pretty cool. Like Mm -hmm. fast forward. Here we are with two of these brothers playing against each other. Um, for those that don't know, they actually both played football together at the University of Cincinnati. Don't know if you knew that. Mm-hmm. They do a podcast together, similar to Kate and I, even though Kate and I aren't brothers. We're sisters from, <laughs> from another world. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, Jason is married. Travis is not. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis was on a, a dating show, his own dating show, called Catching Kelsey. That seems very up your alley. Oh, uh, yeah, it sure is. Uh, <laughs> I'd go on that uh, show. Hello, yeah, Travis. The, these guys are just like, these are, they're, they're stand-up guys. They're obviously incredible football players. Um, it, their banter between the two of them is hilarious. All they do is troll each other and other players. So it's, it's just like this fun added entertainment level um, added to the Super Bowl this year that you don't normally get. So super excited to see that that breakdown. And uh, man, what else do we want to talk about? Like, we should probably talk about the game itself. We should talk about the Who's game itself. Who's going up against who? I, I've, been, I've been looking at some stats, you know, and, and sort of getting myself back into, you know, football brain since we've been, you know, sort of off for, uh, for a week or so here. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, you know, there's, there's, there's a couple things here. One, my heart doesn't lie with either one of these teams. If you guys listen to us week in, week out, you know who we had on our fantasy teams. Absolutely. You know Kate loves the Titans. You know I was heartbroken that Joe Burrow lost. You know, So you kind of know where our heads are at. And these two teams, I don't feel like either one of us were extremely invested in during the season. For As I said, for, for multiple reasons. Correct. One, we don't live in Kansas City and we don't live in Philadelphia. So Correct. we're not invested in either one of these teams. And 
for me personally, I don't know about you, other than Travis Kelsey, I didn't really have any of these guys on my fantasy team this year, which as silly as it may sound, when you're, you know, head head over heels in love with fantasy football, you're paying extra attention to the teams that you have fantasy players on. So I had Travis Kelsey, uh, that, that man was a touchdown scoring machine. I know he's a very big reason, you know, why this team has made it to the Super Bowl this year, but Outside of that, these teams were always on my peripherals, you know, throughout the season. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can't wait to, like, kind of actually watch these two teams, like, in depth. Like, I haven't watched them throughout the season. You've got Mahomes, who, you know, led the league in in pass yards, in touchdowns. There's early uh, and often conversation about him, you know, winning the uh, the MVP this year. You've got Jalen Hurts, who definitely has found his groove. He may not have been at the top of the pack, you know, in uh, in some of the categories, but the team was at the top of the pack. So, you know, it's not an individual sport. It's a uh, it's a team sport. And so he's led his team, you know, here and has uh, has used his arm and his leg. His arm and his le- and his legs, yeah. This season, uh, I was like, "Does that sound right?" Um, to to get this team here, so I, it's it's like you said. I mean, I think that this matchup is truly is truly bringing you know two of the the best fundamental teams to to the Super Bowl to the big stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I'm going to have some questions later in the episode, just in terms of straight up predictions for this show. And I don't want to make this the full theme, but I do feel like this year in looking at the lay of the land and to your point, like thinking about Patrick Mahomes and uh, kind of being like the Goliath. He has been to the Super Bowl three times in the last five years as the starter for the Chiefs. So like they are the Goliath. They have been there. And moreover, if I'm not speaking out of turn, um, out of the five years that he's been in a Super Bowl appearance, uh, Patrick Mahomes, I believe, has five out of five times made it to the AFC Championship. Uh, crazy. So it's just crazy. Th- there's that. Um, record-wise, that is in step with a Tom Brady, and it's just really, really cool to watch. Now, on the other hand, it is worth thinking about we all know the story of David and Goliath and David can slay Goliath. And I think that people are really jazzed up about the idea of, you know, like the grind of the Eagles as a team, Jalen hurts, AJ Brown college, uh, also college teammates, similar to the Kelsey brothers, right? Uh, the connection between Jalen and AJ is palpable. And then Add the by committee, but also sort of led by Miles Sanders, add the committee yep. backfield with their running back core uh, of the of the three folks over there. I just think that this is going to be a different breed of Super Bowl. Yeah. And I almost feel like it's going to be better, Michelle, because if we are hearing from folks that they don't really have a dog in the fight for the Super Bowl and we're excited across the board for the game also for Rihanna, I think it's going to be really good. My gut says this is going to be one of the better Super Bowls of our time. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's just a good, solid football game. Yes. It's like, if you're looking at all the betting lines, which of course, you know, Kate and I are always looking at, you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 essentially like 50-50 down the line right now. Like, all the things that I'm reading, all the predictions, all the matchups, all the data, I mean, like, nobody has a really strong edge. It, it, 
again, depends on who you ask. If you yeah. ask like a Chiefs fan, everyone's gonna be like, well, Mahomes is the edge and he's number yeah, one course. and blah, blah, blah. But if you look at everything else, like holistically on paper, not just an individual player, I really think these teams are 50-50 evenly matched. You know, the, the line is one and a half. One and a half. One and a half is barely anything. It's basically a push. You know what I mean? It's basically... 50-50 chance who's going to win. Like, one and a half points is like, who is, like, that is so close that it's almost like there's not even a point of having a line because it's one and a half. I almost feel validated that Vegas is agreeing right. with us on the line being so fucking close. Like, one and a half points, per, that's unreal and is super validating in that this is going to be like, a, it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a shootout. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I'm excited to see, or I'm actually really interested to see, you know, I feel like I feel like what I've noticed throughout the season and even going into the Super Bowl is that there there seems to be a lot more like chirping and a lot more like stuff from Kansas City than Philadelphia. And For I don't know sure. if it's, it's weird. I don't though. know if it's maybe because like, you know, like you said, like the Chiefs are you know the Goliath and they've done this before they've been the they've been at the rodeo they've done all the press and all that stuff yeah I feel I feel like the Eagles have have kept a relatively low profile for the last couple of weeks going into this game like I'm just wondering are they you know is that just heads down and try not to get you know caught up in the hype versus like I said I love the Kelsey brothers banter and shit that's going on but that's probably distracting too you know I mean you want to stay focused for sure I I do have my concerns in either case. Um, but in my head, as much as you can have these three Super Bowl appearances, and that, yes, by all means, that gives you a leg up in this competition. For sure, yeah. the pressure, I'm sure, having never been in a Super Bowl game, I cannot even imagine the pressure that goes into showing yeah. up to that game, staying focused, but also knowing the big stage. Like, that is an inherent... It's an inherent leg up. Um, So I understand and I appreciate actually, contrary to how the Eagles fans and Eagles players usually uh, like hold themselves, I appreciate them being silent and focused and getting ready for that game because it's going to mentally take more for them to gear up for the Super Bowl, to be ready to take on a three-time Super Bowl team who is also fairly young uh, but has the same fresh legs, with a little more experience. Uh, so it checks out for me. It checks out for me. Yeah. And, and look, I think, you know, we've obviously been talking a lot about the offensive side of these teams and, and large in part, that's because that's why these teams are where they are. When you look at the, the season end ending stats and, and you think back on, you know, how these teams got here, you're not really talking too much about defense. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the games, uh, specifically that Kansas city played, like they put a lot of, put up a lot of points, but their opponents did too. I think that Philly might have the slight edge Mm. on defense. Just again, thinking back through some of the matchups that they had and really like shutting teams down and just blowing them out of the water. I think there were more of those types of victories for Philadelphia than there were for Kansas City. But I mean, you know, look, like we're talking about all the offensive players for a reason. These are strongly led offensive teams. I think there's going to be a lot of offense in this game. I like the over on this game. I I don't think the focus is on, you know, defense here. It's going to be about big ballsy plays is, is what this Super Bowl is going to come down to. Like they're going to try to rush Mahomes. They're going to try to rush, you know, Jalen Hurts. But like these guys are fast and they can pull these wild plays 
out of their hat. And a lot of times only Mahomes can do that. Mm-hmm. But I think Jalen Hurts is right there on the other side and I can agree. do the same thing. I totally agree. And the Vegas agrees. I mean, let's just Vegas knows best. And as infuriating as that can be, Vegas <laughs> totally agrees with you. Right. Um, so if you're looking to play some sports bets, I mean, I know that right now we have a DraftKings promo for any listeners who are trying to bet on this game. Um, if you want $200 free dollars uh, with a $5 bet put down on DraftKings, use code QUEENS. That's Q-U-E-E-N-S, all caps. Uh, if you use the code, you can get $200 free uh, with a $5 bet. But here are some bets that we're thinking about. We already had talked about uh, Philly being favored by one and a half points. And then again, uh, a bunch of experts, 41 out of 71 to be exact, have Philly covering the spread and the spread uh, also says that is 27 and Kansas City will cover that spread. We shall see. Um we also have the over-under at 51 points. And again, this is all Caesars. I guess I should say that. But uh, go to DraftKings. And uh, those same experts, uh, they, like the, they like the over and 17 like the under. So it sounds like there's going to be points put up in this game, which I, I'm ready for it. I want it to be that shootout that we're talking about. Um, do you agree with what Vegas is saying? Do you think this feels right? Or do you think there are deviations that we're not considering here? Little intricacies. I mean, look, I definitely think I like the over here a lot. I think this is going to be a really offensively driven game. I also think, I think that the Eagles eke this out. I love the one and a half line. And frankly, like I I I do too. I think it is a one point game or even maybe a field goal game, but I could see it being, you know, a one point, a one point game, which means, you know, keep an eye on that half a point, you know, for the (laughs) spread. Uh, But knowing that I, here's the thing on the betting side of things, knowing that there's going to be a lot of offense knowing that for me personally, I don't truly care who wins this game. Mm-hmm. That's just me personally. I'm sure people that are listening have their team. They want the, That's great. Fine. But me personally, I'm looking at this as a high scoring offensive game uh, with no real skin in the game of like which team wins. So I like the over. I like picking a lot of like anytime touchdowns. You know, I'm, I'm like Travis Kelsey, Boston Scott, uh, like, yeah, Boston Scott. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going like lots of, lots of anytime touchdowns here. I think there's a world where both quarterbacks could have rushing touchdowns. Like I am, I am putting most of my bets in on like offense, 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 touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. That. I'm, I'm planning to stay away from picking an outright winner just because the spread is so close. And I, I think it's not as like high risk, high reward. I'm, I'm going more high risk, high reward bets this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so- just, and hoping for points. Like we've been talking about, like, I just want to see a big, offensive blowout fun lots of crazy plays like you know and so if I put in five bets on anytime touchdowns maybe maybe all five will hit who knows Uh, I love the idea of it I think it's totally reasonable also seeing how they played in the playoffs and watching the conference championships and watching the like just watching these teams go has been so much fun. So what I'm trying to, what I think I'm trying to figure out is like, what are going to be the X factors? Because obviously the line is set like really tight and people aren't quite sure. So I think some of the X factors for us to consider 
are A, quarterbacks, and you're right. I think if we're going tit for tat here with Mahomes versus Hurts, uh, for sure there's the there's the opportunity, and I would bet like more over on these two than any other quarterbacks in the league for quarterback rushing touchdowns. Um, I also like the running back cores for both teams. Clyde Edwards-Lair, he's activated to back up Pacheco in for the first time, like pretty much all season, to Crazy. play with the Chiefs and then also the Boston Scots and the Miles Sanders of the world for the Eagles. It's tit for tat. Um, love the receiving course for both teams. I'm very excited for the Kelsey Mahomes and then also the Brown-Hurts connections. So yeah. I think the X factors then become – Again, like some of the lines, the offensive lines, for example, can the Chiefs protect Mahomes in the same way that the Eagle? I mean, we all know if you haven't seen the Eagles go viral this year for how close knit they've been. Yeah, I mean, for yeah. fuck's sake, they made a Christmas album together. <laughs> like right. they it's love true. each other. So I love the camaraderie for the Eagles. That's an ex factor in my mind is does the o-line on the chiefs will they stand up to that same pressure um i don't know do you have any thoughts on that no i think everything you're saying makes total sense uh they're they're gonna have to protect their quarterbacks um but at the same time both of these quarterbacks can run um the camaraderie and the fact that the eagles have just been keeping their head down makes a big difference to me Mm -hmm. the fact that they spread the ball around a little bit more than the Chiefs do is also something I think gives them a slight edge. Like, I know other people have scored touch. I'm not saying that it's only Mahomes and Kelsey, but, like, it's kind of only Mahomes and Kelsey. Kind of. And as great, as great of a season as, you know, A.J. Brown has had with Jalen Hurts, there are other guys that are scoring and, and making big Dallas impact Goddard. plays over there. Right. Dallas Goddard, Devonta Smith. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, yes, you know, they've yes. got the three, you know, at any given time, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, or Miles Sanders You're could right. score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So I just, when you, when you think of that, even though they haven't been in this situation from an experience perspective as frequently recently as the Chiefs have, I just think those are the little things that put you over the edge that even if you don't have that experience or seniority of being in the Super Bowl, you've got a bunch of guys that are contributing versus the the Chiefs have a very small amount of guys doing a, a lot of contributing and the Eagles have a lot of guys doing a lot of contributing. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Here's a here's another thought experiment. Um, as we're talking about, again, protecting the quarterback, yeah. can the Chiefs protect Mahomes? The flip side of that, regardless of offensive weapons, yeah. is coaching staff and thinking yeah. about the success of Andy Reid on the Chiefs and yeah. can we mirror that with the Eagles? Do you think that's going to be anything that's a standout? I mean, look, of course, it's it's another similar thing. Like Nick Sirianni, younger, doesn't have all the same, you know, mm-hmm. experience as as um as Andy Reid does, but like his guys trust him and they're playing great and the pieces have fallen into place, you know, and and they're they're they've spent time building and getting the right players. Yeah. Whereas the Chiefs have remained fairly stagnant and they lost Tyreek Hill. Clearly that didn't make that big of a difference because, you know, they're <laughs> Sorry, in the Super Bowl. Derek. But but here's the thing. Yeah. They lost Tyreek Hill and now they're back in the Super Bowl and they don't have that available to That's them. Right. So it just I don't know. To me, no disrespect. I know Mahomes had, had a great season. I also know that Kelsey had a great season. 
Uh, I respect that Andy Reid has been, you know, a phenomenal coach, but I, I think this could mark a bit of a changing of the guard. I frankly thought it was going to be a changing of the guard when Tyreek left. And like I said, here they are, they're back. So I was wrong on that front. But I just feel like Philly has been slow and steady, building this team up to where they want it to be. It nurturing, you know, Jalen Hurts, getting A.J. Brown. Nick Sirianni has been a great coach for yep. them. I just like slow and steady. You can kind of like see them picking away at it. And like I said, I just those little things to me just speak to that. This could be a moment where shit changes and the Chiefs aren't at the top anymore. Well, we have a big bet to make, which I think we should make because there will be a record number of adults, for better or for worse, betting on the Super Bowl. There will be a record of four, uh, 50.4 million people betting on Super Bo- this Super Bowl for $16 billion. That is what we're thinking people will be betting on the Super Bowl, which is insane amounts of money and insane amounts of people. So, yeah. um, I mean, we got to join the millions and their billions. I mean, look, this is, this is the time of year where like anybody that hasn't historically bet puts in a bet. Like this is, this is, this is the time to do it because everyone's going to watch the game. If you care or don't care who wins, it's a way to get more excited about it. You can bet on everything under the sun. That said, I would like to ask you because I never do this, Mm. but in the spirit of wanting a lot of points, not really caring who wins, just wanting a good old-fashioned, excellent football game. I am putting some bets in on an exact score. I literally never do this because it's so ballsy, but I want to put in an exact score. How does this game end, in your opinion? Okay. So let's let's look at the facts. I see I see a look of astonishment and confusion, and maybe you're doing math in your head. I see it all happening right now. It, every gear is turning. Every gear is grinding <laughs> because this is the moment we have been waiting for. I never all place year. these bets. This is completely asinine. I would never normally do this, but like, just in the spirit of like, I want to just root for a lot of touchdowns. Well, we said this during the conference championships. We're rooting for chaos. So let's go ahead and put in a <laughs> yeah. wild bet and have fun with it. Okay. Looking at the facts, knowing that Philly is favored by Vegas by a point and a half, knowing that we want to cover the we want to cover the spread, and also the over under is fifty one points, which <laughs> I believe will put us at a exact bet total for me of. I'm literally doing math in my head. I can see. How, I can. This is amazing. I wish people could see your face right now. I would like to lock it in, Regis. I'm dating myself. <laughs> like to lock it in, Regis, at... Ugh. I'm dying to know what you're going to say. 31. For who? 28 Eagles. 31-28 in favor of the Eagles. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Kate wants... Chaos. I want chaos. Four touchdowns by the Chiefs. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous, but we're ready for chaos. Let's go. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to go even more chaotic. Go chaos. Go crazy. I'm going to go even crazier, and I'm going to say Eagles 37, Chiefs 34. (gasps) 
this is I'm fun, going, fun, fun. I'm going way over. I'm 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 going, you know, field goal versus one point because I don't know. I don't I just don't see the one point thing happening, but it could. Yeah. Uh Eagles 37, Chiefs 34. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, for you crazy sports betters out there, these exact score. <laughs> this is the kind of shit I live for. I put in a two dollar bet on this exact score. If it hits, I win $402. So it's going to be damn near impossible to pick exactly how this game ends. But it's I I think everybody who wants to go gamble on this game, this is a fun one to do. You can put in a couple of like cheap $1 or $2 bets. It's a huge payoff if yeah. you happen to hit it. And you know what? All night, you just get to cheer for every touchdown that goes to the end zone. Absolutely. Um, I know that Harrison Bucker is going to like your score a lot. Better than mine, also, for what it's worth. <laughs> all right. So we've talked through the breakdown. Yes. We know all the showdowns. We do. We know about the firsts. Yes. We know what we are picking for our exact score. Can't wait to see if one of us hit that. We do need to talk a little bit more about Rihanna before we sign off on our preview episode because this is equally as important as the game itself. It would be a now, disservice. I wonder if we can do prop bets on this. Like, I have a million questions about Rihanna's you, halftime show. You probably can. So the, the thing that I find the most interesting about the halftime show every year is just like, and and she just did a you know a press conference about, you know, how many songs can you, you, you're literally given like 13 minutes. Like, these are artists that normally put on like hour plus shows. And now you're being told in front of the biggest audience that you've ever performed in front of like <laughs> it. And it has to be like to the T, right? Like it's on TV, there's advertising, there's commercial. Like it has to be like a very specific amount of time. And I've seen so many documentaries about this, like with Gaga, with JLo. Like I've seen them all talk about the hardest part of the whole thing yes. is how do I how do I condense my entire career into 13 minutes and make sure that like I give the fans what they want. So I, I just, how many songs can you do in 13 minutes? Like I just can't wait to see how it all comes together. I mean, and there are so many shades of Rihanna and there, there is are. such a, I don't even want to call it nostalgia because now I'm feeling like an old ass, but like there's so much anticipation about Rihanna yeah. and the catalogs that we haven't, seen performed in a minute in a and minute also the promise of a potential new album and tour happening after this i mean it's the perfect it's the perfect scenario for a halftime show i have no idea how she will condense the catalog that we haven't seen expanded in many years even then how are I we know. gonna fit that in 13 minutes i don't know um but I am curious if you're looking forward to anything the most, whether that is announcing a tour, bringing on special guests, uh, right. any songs you're looking forward to. Like, what's your what's your vibe? Okay, so there's two things that make me excited. One, the person that gets to do, like, the music mixing for, in essence, what's going to end up being, like, a 13-minute remix like, that's what this will end up being. You know what I mean? Like, yes. a 13-minute remix of all the best Rihanna songs, the best moments from each of those songs. Like, whoever gets to do that, like, I want to talk to you because I think that's the coolest thing ever. But you're basically going to get a 13-minute remix. Hopefully you hear something cool and funky. One thing that I always love that... that artists you know try to do at halftime shows is like they play the hits but they put a little bit of a fun different spin on it just to keep it fresh and exciting to yeah. your point rihanna has not been out and about very recently so i will take any any version of the songs that she wants to perform but i always love the cool like 
How are they just going to put together the dopest 13-minute remix um, from this artist? And, you know, you just look through her catalog and you think of some of these incredible, incredible collaborations she's done. Jay-Z, Neo, Eminem, Kanye, Paul McCartney, Mickey Echo, Calvin Harris, like Drake, Kendrick Lamar, T.I., I'm Coldplay. I'm just literally like, you know, going through all this. I'm dying to see who comes out. I'm also, God, my brain is just spinning right now. I'm dying to see who comes out. I hope there are We're some. We're spinning out, everyone. <laughs> I'm literally glitching out right Drake? now talking about. Can we please get a Drake Rihanna and break the internet? Like anybody? But, but there's also like a part of me, as excited as I would be for there to be those people, I also feel like Rihanna will find a way she is the star of the show. Yes. She doesn't need all those other people to be on stage with her. We love all the songs that they've collaborated on, but she doesn't need any of them. And because she has been gone for so long, like I'd like to see like one to two badass, amazing, like, oh shit, I can't believe that just happened moments. But I really just want it to be about Rihanna because she's been gone for so long. I just I, want her. I kind of do too. And last year, lest we forget, we kind of got like an amazing cast of characters right we, we had did. it was Dre. very collaboration oriented yeah we yeah. had 50 we had like an amazing halftime show but it was very collaborative i felt like yeah. it was like a little um of many minds like we saw yeah. a lot of people so if it were this year just like rihanna and honestly if i were to hope for any special guests i just want to put it on record all i wish for rihanna from you is bringing your child and <laughs> ASAP Rocky on stage. And that is all I need. I don't need <laughs> anyone else that's part of your catalog. All I need is your hot ass baby daddy and your baby. That's all I say. That's all I have to say. That's all I have that's to say. That's all I have to say. Well, man, this is just going to be a, a treat. I'm glad that we actually talked through this because like I said, I don't, my heart of hearts is not with either one of these teams. Mm -hmm. uh, very controversial statement. I don't really like Patrick Mahomes. I've talked about that on the show before. Everybody come at me. It's fine. I don't really like him. I'll respect that he's a good player, but he's, I'm, I'm not in his corner cheering necessarily. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a heart of hearts on this game. I'm just excited for a good old fashioned offensive gridiron blowout with some fantastic Rihanna music blaring through the speakers at halftime and hopefully a 37-34 Chiefs victory so that um, the next time we talk, I'm $400 richer. We will see. By the time you're hearing this, the Super Bowl is going live uh, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern uh, this Sunday, so make sure you're tuned in um, and just know that there is so much in store from the actual game to Rihanna. Um, but this is not it. This is not the last of your draft queens. Just because the Super Bowl is ending does not mean the show discontinues. We have work to do. So we'll be back on Monday morning. Make sure you tune in at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, we're going to be doing the huddle. If you listen every Monday, you know what the huddle is. But tune in on Monday morning to hear us. And then next Friday, a week from today, at this exact time, we will be launching a Super Bowl post cap show. Uh, so make sure you tune in there too. And that will wrap up our NFL coverage for this season, the 2022 to 2023 season. So um, we'll be back in your earballs. Don't forget about us, but have a blast. Eat a lot of wings, make yourself uncomfortable, but also make yourself comfortable. Enjoy the big game 
And um, Shell, any parting words before we sign off? Go Rihanna. Go Rihanna. Go. Rihanna, go.